The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. At the top of this podcast, I want to address the situation with Tommy Dreamer after what took place this past Thursday on Dark Side of the Ring. Um, And then after that, uh, I will be joined by Bully Ray. And we'll sit down and talk to Jonah Rock, formerly Bronson Reed, right now on the Busted Open podcast. Dave, how are you this morning? Uh, not not great. And and Bully, obviously, I respect you. I love you, and and you do a phenomenal job on this show. But um, I think to start off today's show, if you don't mind, you know, being the the creator and honestly the face of the busted open brand. If you don't mind, I'm just going to to speak by myself this morning over the things that happened uh, this past Thursday on dark side of the ring. You do what you got to do your show. You got it. And it's not easy for me to talk uh, about this. Obviously, um, if you listen to the show on Friday, if you listen to the live show here on Sirius XM, or you listen to our podcast, um, it was just hours after the Dark Side of the Ring that was played uh, on Thursday night. And uh, I came on the show uh, Friday morning and I said, you know, to you and to everyone with the Busted Open Nation that we take the comments from Tommy Dreamer very serious. Uh, we don't condone the attitude or behavior of what was said. On that show, uh, Thursday night, Tommy is obviously a member of our team that has not changed. Um, I was quite frankly shocked from what I heard from Tommy uh, Thursday night, and I addressed it as best I could because I thought it was important to address. Uh, A lot of people didn't think I should, and I felt that I had to, and I did on Friday. And... Over the weekend, uh, Tommy, uh, on all his social media platforms, apologized. And, and you could read his statement uh, on, on, on his Twitter, on his Instagram, on Facebook. And it's out there now. He, he put it out there uh, yesterday, late yesterday afternoon. And I think by apologizing, that's the uh, first step in the forgiveness uh, of Tommy. And... 
it does just doesn't change what what was said on on that show on Thursday. And um, I felt that I needed to start off today's show to talk about a few different things. Um, I'm still quite frankly shocked by what Tommy said. I, I you know, I, I think that was definitely out of character of the Tommy that I know and that has been hosting this show for a few ne- for a few years now. And I, I can't and will not defend the comments because they're, they're indefensible. And quite frankly, uh, the things that Tommy said, it, Tommy fucked up. I, you know, Tommy fucked up on Thursday. And, and what he says is insensitive and, and it won't be tolerated. And I, I you know, I, it's, you know, a lot of people say about, well, in 2021, you can't say this, you can't say, I, I, it doesn't matter if it's 2021, 1998, 1985, it doesn't matter. I mean, as a, as a, as a, as a father, as a husband, you know, knowing my daughter now is just turned 18, you know, and she's about to go out into the world, you know, going to start college soon and, and now is working. You know, these are things that I worry about for my own family. And people have had to worry about this for years. And it's just no fucking place for it. There really isn't. There's no place for these, this type of thought process, these types of comments, these types of actions. And as I said, they're indefensible. And I'm not throwing this all on Tommy. Tommy made some insensitive remarks on Thursday. And as I said, they're not going to be tolerated. And you know, a lot of people have been looking to us now about what we're going to do about Tommy and Tommy's future. And, and as, as far as Tommy's future on Busted Open, for the time being, he's off the show. How long? I, I don't know. I don't know how long Tommy's going to be off the show. You know, I think he needs to take some time. I think he needs some time to reflect, to understand how his comments hurt, his attitude hurt. And I, and I don't know if you can put a timetable on that. So if, if you're looking for that, I, I don't have an answer. But for the time being, Tommy's going to be off of Busted Open. And, and I hope in time he does have that time to reflect and understand. Because words do hurt. And you need to speak, uh, you know, and, and think about the victims uh, and everything that took place. And in that incident. And I don't think there's ever a time to be insensitive and, and just be flipping about, you know, something that hurt, you know, a person, a family. And I just think that they were insensitive. And I, and I think we're making the right decision here that he takes some time off. So that's, that's what we're going to do with Tommy here on busted open. And you know, looking over social media like I had over the weekend and a lot of people are, you know, looking to me for answers, being the face of this show. I thought that it, it should be me that was talking to you, the Busted Open Nation, about this incident and about that show that took place on Thursday night. And I know not everyone's going to be happy. And I can't think of the people on, an, on the Internet. I can't think about the people on social media. I have to think about the people who are actually hurt by these comments. 
And this goes far beyond this show, far beyond me and far beyond a pro wrestling show. This is something in our climate and something that needs to be changed. And I I hope this is a a good step forward in change in the way that a lot of people think and a lot of the actions that do occur. So bully, thank you for giving me that opportunity uh, uh, to, to talk about those things. And I, and I, and I'm speaking from the heart. I'm not, this is not from a written page. This is not from a prepared statement by any stretch of the imagination. I just, I just came on and wanted to talk uh, to the nation. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to do that. It's, it's your show, Dave. And you know, from the first day I've ever stepped foot into this family, this job, this position, I have always given you the props of it being your rock and roll band. You want to come on today? You want to talk to the nation? You want to be at the forefront of this situation? You want to be the spokesperson for this situation? I completely respect that. I lay out. You said what you had to say. Tommy released a statement on social media. He said what he had to say. And that's it. Yep. And and as I said, Tommy's going to take, uh, you know, he's, he's going to be off the show for the time being. I mean, that's the best way I could put it. He's going to be off the show for the time being. How long that's going to be, I really don't have an answer. And, um, and, I hope anybody that was hurt by those comments and, and, you know, I, you know, you have, you know, for me, like I said, as, as, as a, as a father and as a husband, I, I was offended by the things that I heard last Thursday. So I completely understand people feeling the way that they do. Those are my, those are my feelings. Those are my comments. I made the comments on Friday. I made these comments today. Uh, we're going to do the best we can to move forward and put on a show uh, to be entertaining for you uh, this morning. I'm not going to post about this on social social media because putting something on social media to me s- seems contrived. It, it's I, I spoke from my heart on Friday and I spoke from my heart today. So I, I, you know, it's draining for me. That's not something I can put in a tweet in 120 characters on Twitter or post on Facebook. This is coming from my heart. And I thought the best way to do that to was addressed to everyone directly. So this is my statement on Tommy. That's our statement as a show on Tommy. Once again, you know, you know, Tommy, Tommy is off the show for the time being. And, and there's no timetable to his return. Tommy is a part of our team and you know and as of right now he's off the show hi everyone this is heisman trophy winner and nfl quarterback doug flutie i'm excited to tell you that my podcast the flutie flakes cast is back for the entire football season i may have played like 21 years of professional football in three different leagues but i'm still just a big kid and i absolutely love this game Every week, we'll talk about the topics I care about and bring on super fun guests. So please subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app. Include it with most subscriptions. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold, hard 
lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Back here on Busted Open, Dave LaGreca, I'm Bully Ray on a Monday morning and so pleased to be joined by our next guest. And first of all, he's got the perfect garb for our show. He must have did his homework before joining Busted Open this morning because I love the shirt. Old school Ozzy Osbourne. And you know what? Let's bring him in. Jonah Rock joins us here on Busted Open. What's going on, Jonah? How are you? Doing well. How are you? We're good. We're excited to have you. Um, Thank you. You were on just a few months ago, Jonah, uh, as Bronson Reed, and it was before a big NXT episode. And it's like, you know, 48 hours after that interview, you know, you were, were released by the WWE. And listen, you got a bright future. There's a lot of great things to talk about with you, and I'm looking forward to talking about it. But how blindsided were you hearing about your release from NXT? Uh, very blindsided. Yeah, I, I was uh, gobsmacked. Uh, not something I was expecting. Um, I uh, was actually expecting to get a call to be moved up to Raw SmackDown. And then out of the blue, it's uh, the release call. So, yeah, very surprised. Jonah, do you know why you got the phone call? No. So uh, I actually have started my own podcast. I spoke about this. I uh, was called by John Laurinaitis, who, who is uh, doing all those sort of things at the moment. Uh, and I made sure to ask. I made sure to be like, hey, why is this happening? And uh, he said, uh, there's no real reason. It's just a no for now. Um, so which then... <laughs> Leave, leaves it up to debate leaves me questioning myself for the last 
40 days. Um, you know, that's that's pretty fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, because you know what? Um, maybe they didn't like the color of your hair. Maybe they didn't like uh, the way you moved in the ring or they wanted you to drop some weight. Or whatever it was would have been a better answer than not quite sure. It's just a no for now. I yeah. mean, that just leaves you... It leaves you clueless and never knowing if the door is truly open again because you wouldn't know what to work on to open that door back up. Exactly, yeah. Uh, he did say the door is always open, keep working, which obviously I am going to do. Um, but it would have been good to have some sort of insight. Uh, I did do a dark match in the main event taping match for Vince, and the only feedback I got was I was a babyface at the time was to smile more. Uh, which I then did in the, my next next couple of matches. So, you know, things like that I can definitely change. Um, in my opinion, I think maybe it's the direction they're going in uh, from seeing the new NXT 2.0, but I'm not 100% too sure. Yeah, you know, and we're here with Jonah Rock, uh, formerly Bronson Reed with NXT. And, and Jonah, like you said, you were blindsided. Us as fans were blindsided. Uh you know, when you were let go by NXT, the for what it's worth, like the current edition of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, like literally came out like a day or two before, and they had yes. you out, at, and you were voted by the fans as the next breakout star of NXT. Uh, you know, becoming a part of the main roster. Uh, Mark Henry and I on this show talk so many times about you, your entrance, your look. Like and and one of the things we always said on this show is like you're almost custom made for the main roster and yeah you know and then when you hear about like the new direction of NXT because you know there's a lot of speculation about this new NXT 2.0 and what they're looking for they're looking for over the top characters you know guys with you know great size they want to get away from that indie look of their product. Mm. Again, you fit the mold of what you think they would want. Like, like what Bully said, it's, it's, it's almost ass backwards when you think about it, like where this came from to begin with. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a bit of a head scratcher. I, I thought I was primed for the main roster. I thought I could have done some great things on Raw or SmackDown. Um, but that being said, if that wasn't going to be an avenue, I was happy with NXT. I, you know, I always, believed in that product and thought that I fit in really well there as well. Um, so yeah, for me, it's a bit of a head scratcher. I'm not too sure what it was, but I do know that uh, decisions can be made at a whim. So I leave it as a business de decision on their part, um, but maybe not a good one on their part. Okay. I don't think it was a good one on their part. Uh, what do you have coming up in the immediate future? And, where would you like to see yourself end up? What company do you think is the best fit for you? Or would you like to stay on the indies for a while and kind of find your way? Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm in talks with the major promotions at the moment. I can't really say any which way of where I'm uh, leaning towards. Uh, but I do think that uh, uh, what I do offer 340 pound man that can, that can go I don't think AEW really have that. I, you know, Impact do have some some bigger talent, but no one that is sort of my mold either. 
Um, so I think I would fit in an Impact or AEW, but I am a huge fan and I did wrestle in Japan for a long time. So that is definitely somewhere I would like to work again. Granted, uh, visas, immigration and everything is a little bit difficult at the moment. Uh, so for me at the moment, it's sort of working on my immigration status. And hopefully in the next few weeks, I'll have an answer for the fans of where you'll be able to see me. I mean, thank goodness it's happening now where, you know, there are a lot of options and you can get back on the road and actually wrestle. If this happened a year ago, Jonah, like oh, there yeah. were no there indie wrestlers. So at least you have the fact that there are options open up for you and, and you're able to take advantage of those options. Yeah, definitely. There, there's, there is a lot of options. Uh, the only hurdle is immigration, which can be a little bit difficult, especially given the current times and pandemic and stuff like that. And me being from Australia, I have to just jump through a few a few hoops. Um, but there's definitely a lot of options for, for me. Jonah, you said you got a call from John Laurinaitis and telling yes. you, you know, you know, your services are not needed here anymore. But John Laurinaitis didn't have any say in your development. Uh, guys like Triple H did. Guys like Matt Bloom did. Guys like Shawn Michaels did. Did you ever get to speak with any of them about anything? Uh, I got to speak with Sean right after my release. He actually texted me very shocked um, and just said, like, you got to show them that it was a mistake. Keep working uh, was not something that we saw coming in the immediate future. You know, I was speaking with him at the previous tapings about future storylines and where we were headed and, we already, you know, I, in my mind, creative already had plans for me until the end of the year. Um, so I got to speak with him. I didn't get to speak with Hunter after my release. Uh, he was obviously big in my development in NXT. He's going through some things at the moment, so I'm not too sure on that front. Uh, but uh, all the other producers and coaches did reach out to me, which was really nice. Yeah, when you look at the direction of NXT right now, since since your departure, this NXT 2.0, it just seemed, and maybe while you were still there, did you see this overhaul coming, that there was going to be a big change with the brand in general? Yeah, we, we were told um, a few weeks prior that uh, there was going to be a change. Um, what it was going to be, we weren't too sure. Uh, we were told that, the direction is they are looking for younger talent. Uh, but myself, I only just last month had my birthday. I'm 33 years old. I'm not uh, <laughs> too old yet, you know? Yeah. Uh, so they were told that they're looking for younger talent and athletes rather than independent wrestlers. Um, so a bunch of us main TV guys were brought into a room and given that sort of discussion, but they, 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 that was from Hunter and Sean, and they did seem a little bit um, taken aback that obviously Vince is going to start taking more control of NXT. Um, but that's all we were told. I didn't, I didn't think that uh, it'd be a whole overhaul of, of, of how the show looks and everything. Jonah, you're getting into podcasting. There are a lot of wrestling podcasts yes. out there, it's a very crowded <laughs> space. A little um, offended. I got to be honest, Bully, a little offended that he hasn't asked us to be on yet. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've only just begun. <laughs> but, but my question to you is, 
why should fans tune into your podcast to listen to what you have to say? What do you have to offer that would be different than any other wrestling podcast that's out there? Uh, I think what I have to offer is uh, I will be talking about uh, professional wrestling, obviously. Uh, my journey is a little different coming from a small town in Australia. I'm going to talk about the things I've had to do to be able to break into the business here. Um, you have people doing similar stuff like that, but I also am going to cover stuff like pop culture, movies, music, things like that to make it more of a entertainment based podcast, not just wrestling more of the, the inside of the mind of uh, Jonah. Did, did you, and, and maybe this podcast is a good release for it. Did you need to take a, a little bit of a, a break from wrestling, you know, doing everything that you've been able to do with NXT and then having it end up the way that it did. Did you kind of need this podcast to kind of like get your mind straight? Uh, I definitely think it is cathartic. Definitely just to be able to have a platform to speak about my thoughts and, and wrestling. But uh, I'm someone that's never really taken a break from wrestling or ever, uh, you know, step back and, and not watched or anything like that. I've been so obsessed with wrestling since I was a child that is very hard for me to turn that switch off. So uh, when the release happened, I was still a bunch of ideas in my head and, and thinking about the future. And um, I'm one that, yeah, just can't turn that switch off. Unfortunately. Do you plan on having guests on your podcast? I do. Yeah. So, the, so the first few episodes will be just myself and then I'm planning on bringing guests in. I'm sure you're going to be wanted to talk to the boys, correct? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. When, when you sit back as a wrestling fan and watch what different products are out there today, um, which do you find yourself gravitating towards and why do you like it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this last month, obviously I've been watching more products than I, I'm used to. Uh, I did always watch as much wrestling as possible, but when you're hired with WWE, you always watch that sort of product. You know, I thinking I was going to Royal SmackDown, I was making sure to watch those shows as well as NXT that I was on. Um, whereas now I've been watching NXT, but I've also been watching Impact and AEW. Uh, I've caught up on some recent New Japan uh, and some Pro Wrestling Noah in uh, Japan. I'm always sort of, I always gravitate towards the Japanese shows. I think there's just something about the way that they work. Um, nothing against the internationals that are there in Japan, but the actual Japanese talent themselves. And there's just some, something about that style that I, that I really love. So uh, I've been like that for a long time since I was a teenager. So uh, definitely those shows. Yeah. And, and I think it's kind of cool too. Um, you got to make your podcast a little bit different. And like Bully said, there are a lot of wrestling podcasts to mix in pop culture, some entertainment, some music, some movies and stuff like that. I think will make, make your show a little bit more unique. Yeah, definitely. And I want to speak to guests about that stuff as well, you know, guests. Uh, Cause I think as a professional wrestler, you do take things from other places, not just from wrestling. Obviously I, have taken things from some of my favorite movies, uh, music as well. So that's something I want to speak to my guests about as well. Jonah, what friendships have you made in the wrestling industry? Like who, now that you're not with NXT anymore, who do you stay in contact with and, and you know, and just enjoy, you know, communicating with? Uh, I mean, I have my like core friends that I've had my whole way through the business. Uh, some from back in Australia, uh, one of them being Shane Thorne, who's still with the WWE. He's uh, 
on SmackDown, he's sort of just been <laughs> not on TV at the moment, but he's there. So uh, he's someone that I always speak to. Um, friends that I have made like uh, since being over here in the States in NXT um, that I always speak to people like Rich Holland. I'm not sure if you've kept up with him yeah. on NXT now 2.0. Yeah. Uh, we came in a similar time, so we became good friends and uh, he's doing great things. So Bully, let me ask you, being the host of the number one pro wrestling podcast out there, <laughs> what advice uh, would you give Jonah? Yeah. It's pretty much similar to what Sean told him. Make them realize that they made a mistake. Go get your... Listen, if you ever want to go back into the WWE, you have to analyze how you get back there, why you want to be back there, and what they are looking for. You know, Vince McMahon's uh, uh, feedback sounds kind of corny to me. Tell them to smile more. Well, maybe that's something that a little tiny aspect of your act that you could work on. Maybe you do come across as too much of a brooding personality and not a not a wrestler that could put the smiles on people's faces like the company's mantra is. Or you can say, screw it. And be true to yourself and go out there and do what you want to do and be the version of yourself that you want to be. And then the world is your oyster, because I think a 340 pound athletic man whose work I enjoyed is something that I'd like to see in every other company other than the WWE. Yeah, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, it definitely. I think now, um, not that I was held back or anything like that in NXT, but there's obviously certain things they want you to do in a certain way they want you to be. And uh, I think I'm going to have a good mix of what I want, but also what I've learned from some of these great minds in the last few years. Talk about some of those things you just mentioned, you know, some of the things that they want to do or, or who they want you to be. Were there things that just didn't click in your mind? Did, were there things that you had a hard time with? Like what did, what did they want you to be there that you felt maybe you could not be? Uh, I think I pretty much got to be the baby face I wanted to be. I mean, I've always been under the impression that WWE doesn't book baby face as well. Um, <laughs> they've, they've sort of like in these last recent years, like it's always uh, like I would debut and I'd be against another baby face. And it's like, I'm the big baby face beating up this smaller guy. I'm not going to come off endearing at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to look like a, a big heel, if anything. Uh, so a side of me that I always asked to to sort of, f for creative was to do the switch and to have me as a heel on NXT, which we didn't get to see. Um, so I would like to work as a heel wherever I go, but I'm happy being a baby face as well. But it is definitely a side that no one in the American or broader audience has seen of me. Um it's a little bit more violent than what I could do on NXT. I'll say that. All right. Now, Bully, when I first asked you that question, I was actually asking for, and first of all, that was amazing advice as a wrestler, but now I'm asking just as a, as a radio host and a podcast a personality, you know, what advice would you give Jonah? Brutal honesty. Yeah, uh, that's good. I've been very honest on my uh, podcast so far, the first two episodes I've done, to the point where I'm like, maybe I need to reel it back a little bit, but it's what people like to hear. 
you know, with with wrestlers that have been around and your time, your the amount of time you spend in the business or your age, um, you always have the black cloud of fear that looms over you. Nobody wants to get any heat. Nobody wants to say anything wrong. Nobody wants to affect the next place that they can work. And thus everybody wants winds up kissing everybody's ass and we get what taz referred to on you know aew the other night all this happy bullshit it's not legitimate it's extremely fake um and the one thing that we try to do here on this show is to be extremely honest about a very predetermined you know quote unquote fake industry because there, there is honest conversation to have. And I don't, when I tune into your podcast, I don't want to hear a politically correct statement from you. I'd like to know how you genuinely feel. So yeah, my best, my best advice to you is to, to just be honest because fans do appreciate that. Okay, perfect. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah. And here with Jonah Rock, formerly Bronson Reed of NXT. But you know what? We're not going to refer to him as Bronson Reed anymore. That's over with. It's now I want to get the name of Jonah Rock out there because it's a name that you're going to hear a lot of in the future. How can uh, people uh, listen to your podcast? Uh, It's on YouTube. uh, So you'll see it's actually Jonah Drome is the name of the podcast. Uh, And you can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, and Buzzsprout under the same name, Jonah Drome. All right, so let me ask you this. I see you with the Ozzy Osbourne t-shirt on. What kind of what kind of music do you like to listen to? What have you been listening to lately? I listen to a lot of different things, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, heavy metal, obviously, uh, hip-hop, uh, but I, I listen to most genres. And uh, lately, uh, in the gym, I've been listening to the, the Black Album again because they just Metallica just re-released after after so many years and they have new yep. features on the on the songs that they did on the black album so that's been really interesting to listen to uh since you got an ozzy shirt on are you a randy rhodes guy a jakey lee guy a zach uh a uh, 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 zach wild guy i'm a big zach wild fan uh i'm a, fa- a fan of his band as well and i got to meet him years ago in australia when i was a teenager i went to one of his shows and uh i got to meet him so i'm a big zach wild fan a good choice. All right, so I'm trying to think, uh, Bully, because, you know, obviously me as a 50-year-old man having seen all these bands in concert and everything like that, I'm trying to think of a good, a few albums to uh, recommend to Jonah for his next trip to the gym. I mean, obviously the Metallica Black album is one of the best, you know, celebrating the 30th anniversary, but if, yeah. Bully, if you were to pick one Metallica album, what would the Metallica album be? Kill them all. Yeah, it's a all great right, so choice. The first, first kill them all. I, I between, prefer Injustice for between, all myself. Between Hit the Lights and Whiplash, you can't go wrong. Yeah. I mean, sure, especially when you're working out, if you're hitting hitting the weights really hard, like uh, that sort of thrash metal is great. Now, being an Aussie fan, I'm going to go back to some Sabbath, Sabotage, you know, I, I think is a great album to listen to in the gym. Hole in the Sky is the opening track that gets you motivated. So I, I recommend that album. Okay, so Sabbath, you yeah. I mean, you know, I haven't listened to Sabbath in a long time. You know, I was primarily more of an Aussie fan, not so much Sabbath. I know people okay. probably come, come after me for that, but uh, that's definitely something I can listen to. No, I mean, because Bully's foolish enough to think that uh, Dio Sabbath is better than Aussie Sabbath. So, <laughs> you, know, you know what? Sometimes opinions can be wrong. That's one of the cases. <laughs> 
Though I do love Sabbath with Dio. All right. So let me ask you this, Jonah. Favorite movie. All-time favorite movie. So I've had this asked a lot of times. I, I really uh, find it hard to choose an all-time favorite movie uh, because I am such a fan of film. I have probably like a top 30. I have this app that's called Letterboxd, which you can follow me on. Uh, and I and I rate my movies, but I'll give you one of my top favorite movies, and that's okay. Jaws. Okay, all right, yeah, great, that's great, great film. I can the- recite Jaws pretty much from beginning <laughs> to end. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's one of those movies. I think like uh, you can watch it at any time of the day. It's so it's so uh, easy to watch, and it's one that I found myself as I'm getting tired or. Or falling asleep, I was like, oh, I'll just put Jaws on again. <laughs> and it's no, also and one a, of those movies a... that'll that'll really screw up your day because oh. if you're if you're on your way to the gym and you're about to leave the house and Jaws is on or Star Wars is on or any of those movies or Goodfellas, you plop yeah. right down on the couch and screw <laughs> the workout for, for two hours. Yeah, I've done that many a times. <laughs> uh, all right, let me ask you this, Jonah. Now that you're a part of this show, and it's one of the all-time conflicts that happens on this show, uh, what's your thoughts on the Star Wars movies? I love them. I love Star Wars movies. I mean, obviously, I'm a big fan of the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so much a fan of the the episode one, two, and three that came out later on, but I have been a fan of the newer ones that have come out since. All right, so probably bully Jonah saying that. I'm surprised Cody hasn't called him and offered him a job by now because of what he just said about the Star Wars movies. Actually kind Cody, of shocked that the phone Cody, hasn't Cody's too yet. busy counting merchandise in the concourse. <laughs> uh, Jonah Rock, thank you so much. Again, the podcast is out there. It's available on YouTube. We appreciate the time. And, hey, if you ever need any guests... You know we're we're here yeah. for you. And he, what, what what bully? Why the face? I'm t- why you don't want to do it? I'll do it myself. You don't want to do because it because you're always politicking for something. Hey, can I be on your show? Hey, can I have some merchandise? You're always working an angle. Ooh, I told you, ooh, you're do you not have- in the radio business anymore. You're in the wrestling business. You're turning into a shyster and a worker all in the same breath. Jonah Rock, do you have uh, do you have new merchandise available now? I I do. I have uh, I've reopened my Pro Wrestling Tees store. Uh, okay. It's Pro Wrestling Tees slash just Jonah in capital letters because that's how you should spell my name. Uh, and uh, you can get new T shirt designs there. Jo- Jonah, this show, our show has gotten so big. Our assistant producer Gabby has her own store on Pro Wrestling. Yes, Tees. there you go. Yeah, I'm sure she probably sells more than me, to be honest. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for Sirius XM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.